Welcome. Just kidding. Almost, almost. Oh, shit. I'm just kidding. Just use warming your, up. Use your late night voice, bro. No, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Not with this loud ass no. music. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of On a Mental Note, a coffee table style podcast where we discuss how to change, grow, and evolve your mind, body, and soul. Mindset. On today's podcast, Jeff and I will be talking about New Year, New You. And a bunch of other random stuff, so... Quotes! <laughs> quotes! <laughs> so pull up a chair, take some mental notes, grab yourself a drink. Some hot cocoa in his rain. And join us for another episode <laughs> of On A Mental Note <laughs> on a rainy California day. Woo! Yes, sir! Yeah! <laughs> that's it. That's all we can do, baby. Yeah, that's yeah. New Year's, man. Man, Shit. fuck! My glasses don't work this New Year. It's gonna, it's gonna be an odd year, bro. Why? Because it's an odd year. Every other year is an odd year. <laughs> 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 it's gonna be weird yeah you do anything uh do you ever do anything for new year's since we're talking about fucking new year's um do you ever like i uh, never really think about like you know those new year's resolution shit you know i i never really do any new year's resolution you don't write them down or anything no yeah. I, I don't i just uh you know i treat every day as uh a new day uh-huh. you know I, it's always restarting every day but you don't write anything down not anymore. Oh, you why? <laughs> I used to. Um, I think I do. It's just that it's what? different when you write it in the notebook versus when you write it on your phone. I I think I do. Oh. I do write it on my phone. But the phone's great. Like, yeah. If you're is. gonna u- if we're gonna use technology, I think the phone's great for that. Yeah. I I use it for notes all the time. Do you uh, reread it or you know go um, back to it and? Sometimes I like to just jot stuff down because at the moment that's like what I remember. Mm-hmm. You know. Or uh, I'll do this uh, if I hear a quote I like or I'm reading a book and I like something, I'll jot it down in there because mm. like, it's easier to go back. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, because your mind is meant to just uh, pop up ideas, not to record them. Yeah, I mean, in work and, you know, in the corporate setting, you you always have to write down goals and how you're going to attain them. What's your four-year four long-term goal? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if we do it that long. We do it year by year, but they want, like, you know, a SWOT analysis, mm. strength, weaknesses, opportunities and <laughs> what's the t bro oh, swat i don't know i'm gonna training. Look it up. No, no. training no um shit. testicles testicles yeah <laughs> fuck it's you know i should probably know this but um i mean there's always room for improvement every year right yeah you know like uh especially if you want to start something new you can record the beginning and then you would have the end which is december so you know like especially if you're into the physical aspect of working out, you can take a picture of yourself before, uh-huh. and then you just stay consistent of what you do every day, and then you see yourself in the end of the year, and you're like, damn, I got yeah. a six-pack. I, I know why I didn't know the T. What was it? Threats. Oh, threats. Don't fucking worry about no threats. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, only pe- uh, people only lie when they're they're scared. People only lie when they're scared? Yes. Really? Yeah. Do you believe that? I think so because they're scared of losing something. Maybe there's maybe they're also like wanting to glorify themselves better. Yeah, and they're yeah they're scared of losing that limelight of like you know, yeah, like looking like a loser. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I just don't know. Um, 
I guess if you're writing down stuff in the new year, I don't know, would you lie about that kind of stuff? No, I don't think it's a lie per se, mm-hmm. you know, especially when you're jotting down something. But now, how about if, if I play uh, devil's advocate? Okay. Go. And I say, well, maybe if you lie to yourself enough, it'll come true. <laughs> well, it, it's true though. Do you know what right? I mean? Like when you, when you bring up something that is a total, um, Dude, like I had to fiction. take off my coat, bro. Damn, like, boy, I had to take off my London fuck? Fog coat, bro. It got warm me. in here. Uh, yeah, when you uh, say to yourself so many times, it becomes somewhat true because your brain just takes it as the truth. Because it's kind of like a rehearsal. It's easy to remember the truth versus the lie, but when you lie to yourself so much, it becomes like well rehearsed that you, you just go with it i guess it just depends on what the lie is yeah true. right yeah because right. the truth will always come out anyways yeah. but yeah. if we go if we go back to writing stuff down i know i'll, I'll watch some videos or read some books and everybody always talks about writing down your goals mm-hmm. uh, i think there's just more focus in the beginning of the year yeah. for goals as opposed to but like the gym I'll, is packed in the beginning of the year yeah but it's <laughs> almost like what you said it's like you can write goals down anytime write them out every 30 days if you want mm-hmm. yeah every, do you think it works have you tried it uh you know how like I post in our page and Instagram every day. I I do that every day because it helps me kind of remember stuff, and not only that, it helps me use words as a medium mm-hmm. to become better. Yeah, right. Words are important. Very important. It, it's a, the labeling, especially, makes us understand things that we don't. So, mm. you know, when you label something, you're like, okay, I kind of understand that, but let me dive in deeper. Yeah. You know? it's, it's so many words in the vocabulary, and I think we're so limited. I know when I read a book mm-hmm. and there's a word I don't know, I'll stop, I'll look up the word, and then I write it down. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. But but I feel like... Can you rap it? <laughs> I'm not Harry Mack, bro. What the hell? Give me three words, bro. Three words. <laughs> Fuck, Harry Mack is good, bro. He's, people don't like him, but he's good. What? Yeah, I don't people know. People don't like him? fucking like it yeah. it's good but i write i write down the words and mm-hmm. then i try to look them up and then the funny thing with anything you do in life if you have to implement it or it just goes away oh definitely because i think you always default to uh whatever you're used to yeah this and, new and, and your vocabulary included yeah this new book that uh i started reading uh, it's called uh never split the difference by mm-hmm. chris foss there's a quote in there that he said is he said you don't rise to the occasion you fall to the highest preparation that you have. Okay, fair. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, in anything, right, you d- you never rise to an occasion. If you if you prepare enough, that's how far you're going to fall, you know? Okay. So, just like in competition or an interview or anything, like, if you practice hard enough or if you practice to the point where, like, it's higher than the recommended level, you'll fucking thrive. You become better. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But, but I've or, seen people succumb to the moment. Like the moment, you can prep for a moment, and then the mm-hmm. moment the moment is greater than you thought it was. Do you know yeah, what I, do you understand what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the occasion uh, is pretty much higher. Okay, so I'm going to give you one example that has stuck with me for many years. And I don't know. I is mean, it I, a trauma? No. Oh, okay. Um, it was just a realization of how, um, like, people want to be famous, but there's so much involved in fame. Yeah. Okay, so um, when I was an inspector, I was walking out Ronda Rousey, and she was fighting Kat Zingano. Oh, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. And this was at the Staples Center in L.A. Um, I don't even know the date. I should look it up. But uh, it, it was... You Were know, you on uh, TV? Yeah, I was on TV. Oh, shit. It was on... I look I think, that up. <laughs> yeah, I think it was on <laughs> okay. Channel 4, you know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look that up. Yeah. Um, Take a screenshot. But I remember walk. I remember... Uh, so typically when... Um, to give you some, some background, when the fighter comes out, it's usually the fighter... 
Mm-hmm. The, well, it's the camera person in the front, and then the fighter, and then the inspector, and then the corner behind mm-hmm. behind them, right? So, um, when you when you get ready to walk there, they don't even talk to you. They don't give a shit. The inspectors are trash to everybody, mm-hmm. right? But they're like, um, you know, Rousey, Rousey, we're getting ready to walk, you know. So mm-hmm. then you walk down this long hallway, and then you get to a smaller hallway which leads into the venue. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking down the hallway like nice and quiet back there and people were like yeah let's go you know just like people back there that are clapping for for the main event which is mm-hmm. ronda rousey and then i walked through the tunnel and then the fucking sound dude like deafening shit and i remember getting chills in my whole body like because it'll take you over like yeah. that and i'm this is what i'm talking about and i'd done a thousand fights at that point but mm-hmm. that particular moment i was not prepared for and so i was like holy shit can you imagine like and it was it was a two uh, the main fight two females fighting mm-hmm. first time it was on like nbc at that time oh, right yeah. and so all the cameras were there everyone's there everyone's on tv and the sound was deafening and i remember walking her in you know walking to the cage and then going inside the cage and just just taking like just taking the moment in for a second mm-hmm. like fuck how'd you uh recollect yourself well i really i felt i paid my dues to get there like yeah, I, I work yeah. hard and mm-hmm. granted I always feel like somebody can open the door, but when you put all the work in, sometimes they want to take credit for your work ethic, which I don't think is fair. Yeah. But I knew that I've been here a million times before. Mm-hmm. So I just had to be like, Oh shit. Okay, bro. You enjoyed the moment. Let's fucking get to work though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You That's really switch that. Yeah. You got, I just had to switch it, but I just remember like, um, there's a, a handful of seconds when I, uh, when I walk in and they're checking the fighter, you know, she's taking her clothes off, getting Vaseline, uh, get her gloves checked before they let them in the cage. Mm-hmm. And I always told the fighter, like, hey, when you walk in the cage, uh, just look for me. I'll be in your corner, okay. you know? But I remember walking in and just taking a look around and be like, damn. <laughs> Such a crazy sound, right? And so I sat there and be like, you know when you see a, a professional perform, like let's say an artist or a singer on a stage perform? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, there's You're one person looking at them thinking like, wow, they're looking at all of you and there's bright lights in your face. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so crazy. The moment was so crazy. Have you ever been in that position where, like, you were the one who's being looked at? Um, I don't. I'm sure I have. Uh-huh. I, I I don't know what the occasion was, but I'm sure I've been there. Yeah, you know. I don't. I don't really like it because, I mean, it's it's funny because I would like it, but at the same time, I wouldn't like it. We're. I, it's I it's think a weird concept, right? We criticize ourselves too much is yeah. really the problem, right? Yeah. Like, so you'll sit there and you'll look at all the bad things. Like, oh, I don't look good. This looks bad. or that looks bad. Yeah. But then you go around the world and, like, you just have to be grateful for where you're at, mm-hmm. you know? Just be prepared. Like, you know, like, there are people just either assholes yeah. or people who will, like, look at you in a uh, disdain or whatever, yeah. you know? Like, you just got to know that there's people out there like that and just shut them out. Yeah, and no one's perfect, right? So, yeah. like, if you lie, cheat, steal, whatever, you can always change. But I think one of the biggest things you'll have long-term is authenticity, right? Yeah. How do you stay authentic and true to yourself in, in think, that light? Well, you just constantly have to reevaluate yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And, the, and your circle, which is the most important because yeah. you can have people penetrate your circle that will influence you negatively. Yeah, penetrate. Yeah, penetrate. <laughs> Like, they'll penetrate it hard too yeah but you know what i mean like if you get the wrong people in your circle mm-hmm. whether it's a family member or significant other or a friend they can like fucking they can bring you down yeah people time. that you love can actually bring you down too there's actually a story that uh popped up into my head it's this lady she she had a pet snake 
and she loved that snake to death. Oh my god! If I hit, if I hit, I think I seen this. Okay, go ahead. And um, the snake stopped eating for a couple of weeks, oh, yeah. and she's like, "What the fuck?" And she brought it to the vet. It's like, yeah, you know, the snake's just been sleeping next to me, and uh, you know, just laying next to me. It's like, you know, it's the reason why they're not eating, right? It's because they're sizing you up so that they could eat you. It's like what. So the moral of the story is that don't sleep with snakes. <laughs> First of just, all, why would you sleep with a snake? That's I, 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 I don't know, bro. But, dumb. but it's, it's I've seen the picture uh, too of that. You know, it's a it's fucking like a big story. ass anaconda. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking story. But you know, it's it's so true. Even the people that you love can become snakes. And, yeah. You know, they they would actually try to take you down. And yeah. sometimes you just gotta have that sense of knowing yourself enough that. You don't disrespect yourself to go to their lowest point, you know, go to their level. I always wonder how, how people handle that. Because let's say you see pictures of Keanu Reeves on the, like, the subway, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And he looks like a normal person. Yeah. Now, I think one or two people will recognize him here and there. Mm-hmm. But I, I think sometimes famous people put themselves in places where they're going to be photographed or they know other famous people are going to be. And I think that's because they like that attention. Yeah, maybe. Think, um, about, think about it. Like, let's say, um, shit, I don't know. Um, Chuck Liddell, right? Okay, like if if he just wore a, scared though, if he just wore a hat and shit and came to like a Walmart and La Habra or some shit, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the fuck, right? Yeah. But people want to go to these fancy. If he went to Ch- Chick Fil A, no one would say shit. Yeah, I mean, like, although I seen, I did see Snoop Dogg one time at the Fries, uh, right here in the State of Industry. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> it shut down already. Yeah, shut down a long yeah. time ago. But I remember seeing him. And I was like, oh, shit, that's Snoop Dogg. And then I got up there and they were talking. And then I, he seen me too. I think he seen me. I, and then I had gone to the Starbucks across the street and he was there too. And I think he thought I was following him, you know? Oh, and, and that was the time he was um, doing that show with Uriah Faber where they were just commentating oh, okay. on the fights, right? Uh-huh. Um, but like, I'm not, a, I'm not a fanboy in that way. I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah. give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, fucking fangirling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I like your hey, shit, Snoop. Dude. Hey, Snoop. You know? Yeah. I would have called him Calvin. What's up, Calvin? One, one thing is that, you know, people idolize other people, but they don't idolize themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of fucked up because, you know, you have yourself every fucking single day. Every time you wake up, you have yourself. And you should idolize yourself and put more effort into yourself to becoming more. Right. Do you ever think about doing that for a New Year's resolution? Um, I've been, you know... Because I'll print you a shirt with your own picture on it, bro. The king is here. <laughs> the king is here. I mean, I tell myself, you know... No, no, like, no, no. I'm going to get you a shirt <laughs> with your picture on the back and be like, I got my own back. No, we should get the fucking ornamental note... Uh, logo on our fucking shirt yeah 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 the one on our podcast uh, i like page. your little face logo it's like a cartoon looking face one of your 38 fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway we'll, we'll talk offline but we'll, we'll get some done yeah, yeah. all right but, but um you idolizing know, yourself i think that's important right to take care yeah. of yourself taking like self-care is not like oh i'm gonna go to the spa i'm gonna go to no self-care is like sitting with yourself in a room and enjoying the process and asking yourself, like, why do I get triggered by certain things? Or, Trigger. you know, like, why am I wired this way? Yeah. You know, when you fully and completely understand yourself, I think that's where self-acceptance comes from. Well, you, you definitely have to know. We I think we've talked about this before, mm-hmm, but you yeah. definitely have to know your triggers, right? Yeah, definitely. And you have to know how to not 
either not put yourself in that situation or get yourself out of that situation, mm-hmm. right? And in that concept, it will go back into authenticity because you don't have to lie anymore. You don't have to lie to yourself. You don't have to lie to anyone because when you accept yourself to the point where like you accept every single flaw that you have, you you just like go about and be confident. Yeah. And say like, hey, nobody can pull me down because... I already know my flaws. Yeah, I think there's a big push for, um, quote unquote, self-care and mental health. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes the real meaning of of those two words gets uh, meshed up. Yeah, it gets convoluted a little bit, right? Because uh, I think mental health is important, but mental health doesn't mean you don't know to decide if you want a hamburger or hot dog and you fucking have a headache. That's Mm -hmm. not mental health, right? Like. And self-care, like you said, going to the spa is not self-care. That's just fucking general maintenance, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Self-care is a little more deeper. Not everybody can see, like, yeah. what's going on. Yeah, it's not like just... The gym is good. Yeah, the gym is definitely Re- fucking great. Reading, yeah, right? Definitely great. And it's like, especially when you can actually uh, tune in to the specific moment. And I think pain is the most motivating aspect where you can actually say, okay, I'm in the moment right now. Like mm-hmm. going to a gym when you feel the the muscles cramping is like that's fucked oh, up. Shit. That's a fucked up. <laughs> no, no, like burning. Bro, you know, no, like have you ever been in a, like had someone a triangle and you like fucking like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you get a cramp on your fucking hammy eject. I fucking hit the eject button. <laughs> but it's like you know you're in that moment and you're not worried about the past nor worried about the future. You're just like fuck. I don't want to get. I want to get the fuck out of here and solve this problem. You know. Like when we talk about like self care, what have you done different? Um, like I can't say this year to last year because it's so new. But let's say um, like present time versus in the like future time. Like I, the reason I'm asking you this is mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how we can incorporate having some kind of like like New Year's resolution list. It's not mm-hmm. really a, like a list, but kind of a working list that makes you better throughout the year. Yeah. Um. Try new things give me give me what like one thing that you've talked to yourself about and implemented let's say in the last i was gonna say quarter that's my (laughs) my fucking corporate response (laughs) quarters three months right like in the last three months like something you did i'll give you an example just so like a segue so i know we talked about it on the show but um whenever i look at a picture of myself now or i'm in a picture Mm -hmm. before before my brain wants to comment something negative which it always does because I think we're our own worst critic, right? I think that's the, that's how the brain is wired. Okay, but it shouldn't be, right? Because like almost like what you said earlier, we should be our, our best. We should be our number one fan, mm-hmm. right? So I've uh, systematically tried to go through whenever someone shows me a picture or I get a picture or we take a group picture or whatever and find something I like about it. Mm-hmm. Not about everybody else, but about myself. I'm like, oh, shit, my hair looks good. Mm-hmm. Or like... Um, you know, not not some stupid like. I'm on my glasses don't look as, <laughs> like my glasses don't look as. I, I can't open my yeah. eyes in a fucking yeah. camera. <laughs> and my eyes close really good on pictures. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but but something positive. No, that's just sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> but sarcasm has some truth in it, yeah, right? It's, it's some just, truth. I think it's our insecurity blanket. You know. Yeah. No. Um, but so I really try to look at pictures now and try to find something I like, mm-hmm. because I realize that a picture is only a snapshot in a moment, and it doesn't really like. Um, it doesn't really dictate the whole picture, mm-hmm. right? It just dictates that, like, whatever you see in that particular moment. So I try to look at a picture and find something positive before I talk shit about something. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I try, like, since the past quarter. <laughs> um, what fiscal, I, fiscal year or quarter? Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, past fiscal year, actually. I've been working on 
the concept of uh, duality, where like you know nothing can exist without the other. So here's an example. So the concept of good and evil, right? It's it's a label. It's between uh, you you and me, like or or it's between me and whatever I perceive in this world. Someone why why ca- you got to say good and evil and you and me? No, fuck? no, no. Like, like for example, like um, when someone is doing something like stealing, right? You would think it's bad. But if you think about it, like why is he stealing? Might be for something good. He's trying to feed someone. And then when you dig in deeper, oh, he has a kid to fucking feed. Mm. Right? So you could, you could say like, you know, he did a lesser evil to serve the greater good by helping out someone hey, else watch out that microphone is like to <laughs> jump out in front of you. so like what i'm getting to is that i'm trying not to label things as good or bad okay right? like this this rain that is happening right now it could be either good or bad but you know it could be bad because it makes the freeways wet and people are sliding whatever but it could be also good because it's giving california water okay and what I'm getting to is that I just want to look at things as is, is. Meaning that it's just fucking raining. There's nothing good nor bad. It's just raining, you know, mm. especially in everything that happens within me. It's like if I'm feeling like sad, I'm not going to label it. Just say I'm sad and I'm going to work on it. You know, I'm going to work on you it. You never try to find what the root cause of that well, is? Well, yeah, though? definitely find the root cause, but. And then square root it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why MX plus B? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking slope is off. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> but, you know, like I tr- I've been working at that where like I don't label things and I just I just accept it as is, you know, mm. it, like this moment right now. We're having fun. We're talking and we're trying to brainstorm on what to do this year, you know, how to become better. And that's it. Yeah. I'm not going to say I'm not going to be worried about like, fuck, I need to plan. Remember me uh, before? I no, but uh, no. Okay, but there's a difference. Now, I I, I think planning is great. Oh, it's now, definitely now, great. Now, I think I might have influenced you <laughs> negatively by telling you that stuff, and I think you're like, oh, it's fucking, it's criticizing. But I think when you start something, you got to have baby steps. You you can't like start anything. Let's say if you want to write a book, you can't start and be like, I'm gonna fucking, I need a 13 chapter book so mm-hmm. I can make a movie. Like you have to, you have to start a process. And yeah. I think when we started this show. The first draft is always the shittiest draft. Well, it's not even that. You just, you end up getting better and better. And people forget that, right? Mm-hmm. Like even, you know, we always talk about this all the time. Even like a Joe Rogan, like his shows are great, right? But mm-hmm. he's got ears. If you go back and look at his first shows where he's got like, he's recording with a little camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like anybody else. But I think everybody wants overnight success now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, um, he actually said uh, during the Josh Bernthal, you know who Josh Bernthal mm-hmm. is? The Punisher. I don't know. The only the- Punisher I know is Big Pun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you ever watched the Punisher uh, no, TV show? Never. No? Uh, he was also in The Walking Dead. He's an actor. Um, never seen that show either. But he asked Joe Rogan, "Do you ever prepare during your um, podcast?" Like, yeah, I do. Oh, no, I, I think sure. I I heard a show where he was talking about his preparation, yeah. and it blew my mind. Yeah, like how fucking, much work he does to yeah, prepare. He fucking, he reads their book, and I think he, that's when I came back to you to apologize because I was like, "Fuck, man, here you are doing your due diligence, <laughs> and here I am just be like, hey, no, this is fucking free ball, this shit.' You know, what I mean? but I think there's a little bit of a little bit of both. Like, mm-hmm. it's good to sit and talk. Like, hey, what do we want to do? How do we want to do it? Mm-hmm. 
just so we have some kind of structure. Because if not, we end up like our first shows where we talk fucking talk about pyramids. New Year's resolution, <laughs> UFOs, <laughs> my fucking bike got stolen. You know? <laughs> Someone got shot in the across the street. Yeah, it was like fucking random. You know yeah. what I mean? And and I think for a listener's perspective, like random is cool sometimes, mm-hmm. but I think it's good to have a little bit of structure. Yeah, because uh, sometimes they get like being a listener when the topic is just everywhere. You get lost. And you're you, like, fuck. Yeah. Sometimes I hear our shit, though. And I don't know if it's just because us, because I'll, re- I'll go back and listen. And mm-hmm. I start to laugh because I think it's fucking funny. Yeah, it's just fucking funny. Like, <laughs> but what the fuck am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. Yeah, yeah. But it makes you, to me, the show always makes me you work on your vocabulary. Oh, definitely. And right? you work on your tone of voice, too. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, we were talking about, like, different, uh, you're talking about the, the Voss, Voss guy's book. Yeah, Chris uh, Voss. Yeah. yeah, what's it called? Uh, never split the difference. Never split the difference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've read two, three books lately, and they're all about tonality. Yes, and tonality uh, is so important. You know, they they said the most important tonality is the late night radio host. It's like when your your voice is low, but you know it's just direct. Mm, interesting. It's it. People listen to you more when you speak a little bit. Not super slow but just a little bit slow you and you want me to put pull up some music so you can do your late night voice <laughs> this hey. is jeffrey <laughs> no no yeah, yeah, sound, yeah, sounding it, fucking creepy <laughs> <laughs> no bro i can't do it <laughs> I, I needed a few drinks <laughs> this is jeffrey welcome to the late night podcast <laughs> welcome to the ornamental note podcast <laughs> I should I should read the quotes that I post huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah pull, do it do it pull one up pull one up and read oh, it shit. Read it in your read it in your radio voice. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna when, when it when it fucking loads. Of course, right? Yeah. All right. Let let me. Okay. Telling yourself. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. No, we need we need an intro though. All right. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're gonna do this the right way. Let me get uh, let me get my soundboard up. Um. Mm-mm. Hold on, hold on. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Ornamental Podcast, and this is your quote of the day. You have to let people down to be happy. <laughs> you and your mental health are more important than your career, money, or other people's opinion. That event that you said you would attend your partner's mood and your family's wishes doesn't really matter. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds fucking wrong, bro. You're gonna go back and hear this shit. You can be like, "What?" No, I, I, I fucked that up. You I fucked I mis- it up. I huh? misread it. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, welcome to on a mental note. Your quote of the day: It's easy to get carried away with negative thoughts. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Remember that your emotions will interfere with your ability to look at situations objectively Mm. take a step back and look at the evidence what evidence do you (laughs) (laughs) you fucked up (laughs) what evidence what evidence do you have that your thought is true (laughs) what evidence what the fuck this sounds like I'm in court (laughs) where'd you get this fucking quote from a court book (laughs) but like uh, but tonality is so important right definitely yeah definitely (laughs) 
Canelo's <laughs> important, right? So now it's boring. People can be like, "What the fuck are they on?" It's like, "What? what I'm on six Red Bulls. <laughs> I'm Mountain Dew. Got this vodka right here. Uh, it's it's uh, six times distilled. Damn, it's oh, water. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Looks it's like just, it. Just water, bro. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like we were talking about, you know, since you read that quote, it kind of. Cheers. Cheers. Remember, well, you, that sounded like that. What is that stuff called? That weird sound they like. Fuck. <laughs> 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 what is that sound called? What, what people like that sound of like. What? They'll eat and then they'll crunch paper. Uh, ASMR? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a, what does ASMR stand for? Uh, I forgot. It's a good sound effect. <sighs> I don't know. But like, remember we were talking about um, we're emotional creatures, right? Yes. And majority of the time we based our decisions through our emotions. And sometimes our emotions are our lies. <laughs> you know, it makes it like, especially like one example of emotion that makes us pretty confident, but at the same time reckless is anger. You know, when, when you're angry, you make reckless decisions. <laughs> yeah, you do. Interesting. Yeah. But it, in your brain, it registers as confidence because you're like, fuck this guy. I'm going to fucking prove them wrong. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it, it, your reaction can dictate a lot of things. I remember one time I was driving and uh, this tow truck driver had cut me off. Oh, shit. And then uh, I, he ended up pulling over. And I, I don't know. Something happened. He was right next to me. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, he, he, he was like fucking yelling at me through the window. So I rolled my window down. And then I'm like, what? And he goes, fuck you. And I was like, okay, when? <laughs> like that. And then the look on his face was like, fuck. Because he wanted me to be like, fuck you, you know? Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, when? You know? Mm-hmm. And it was like weird, like totally diffuse the situation, right? Yeah. But, but it's weird how like you're, you're ultimately in control of your reactions. Oh, definitely. But but yeah. you're, you're right. Anger makes you make bad decisions. Definitely, yeah. Like you yell, you say shit. I think the only time, when do you think anger is okay? When do I think anger is okay? Because it's an emotion that we can't, like, get rid of, right? No, so, but it's. I think it's something you, you have to learn to control. It's yeah. kind of like... How do you control it, though? Your reaction dictates, like, anger or knowing your triggers, right? Like, mm. like if, um, if shitty the, service is going to make you angry, then don't go to Carl's Jr. <laughs> Fuck, I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, go to Chick-fil-A, bitch. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, my I'm pleasure. Say my pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> Give you a lemonade. <laughs> and then you'll be angry you got no money. <laughs> but I I think uh, the only time is okay to be angry is when you're at the gym, I think. You know, when you're pushing yourself to use that anger as fuel, I guess. Right? Or, or I guess at yourself, right? You can yeah. be angry at yourself, but it's got... I think like with anything, it has to be something that drives you to be better. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so if, if you get angry, and that's fine because people get angry all the time, but, mm-hmm. like, you have to sit there and be like, damn. You got to rationalize yeah. with yourself. Yeah, and then you can apologize for things that you said, but the really the, I think the real, um, the real benefit will come if you make a change and don't do it again. Yeah, definitely, right? yeah. Uh, I heard this quote somewhere. He says, uh, in life, there's two L's and two W's. Um, when you lose, you learn. And when you lose and learn, you win. And when you lose, learn, and win, you gain wisdom. Okay. So, like, 
I mean, in everything, right? We have to make a change, right? We have to learn from it because if you, if you just keep constantly making a mistake, you're just a fucking idiot. Hmm. You're not learning from it at all. Yeah, I have a similar quote, but not the same. What is but it? But it's not a quote that I. It's just like so. I always tell people like, if you take two L's, it becomes a W. If you <laughs> if you turn the angle a little bit, they become W's. Forty five right? degree or but do you, M, bro. No. <laughs> Motherfucker, it's a fucking Illuminati triangle, bitch. <laughs> Rockefeller, <laughs> Illuminati, Rockefeller, fucking Jay Z. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, if you take, and the reason I say if you take two L's and you put them together and you turn them, it turns into a W. Mm -hmm. I think it's more of a play on your. You have the ability to control the angle that you see things at. Mm -hmm. You just got to reframe it. Yes, you reframe your perspective. You got to know that you know, like, it's not just. Uh, it's the way you perceive it. And your point of view is not always correct, nor the people around you. It's what what connects with. Wait, you. how do we get here? How do we get to this conversation? We we're, were talking about New Year's resolutions. Yeah, we were we're talking about New Year's resolutions, and we were talking about being emotional because you read the the quote in your <laughs> midnight radio voice. <laughs> hey, let's get down. Don't Call let, us one eight hundred. Don't let your negative thoughts, uh, you know, guide you in in your life because those are lies. There's a lot of that. there's probably a lot of negative thoughts that yeah. we we go through daily every day. There's a especially for us guys like I think we think a lot of negative shit sometimes. What's a I I don't there's just so much weight we carry and people don't realize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Like uh, whether um whether they be gender roles or not, I just think guys carry a lot of weight. Yeah, because we're held accountable for them somewhat. Yeah. You know, we're not really especially it, and, and it's and really, like it's what what you see is what we what we are. Yeah, and what I'm saying is like we can't wear makeup. Yeah, we can't wear heels. Yeah, we can. I mean, we can. <laughs> or you can. Go ahead. Go on with your bad self. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, you can't wear like pants at the gym that's got like uh, squishy molding things that go up your butt to give you a shape. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's weird. yeah, true, yeah. You know, can't wear a bra, bra. <laughs> you, you, know, you can, but <laughs> I always wonder, like, if you went to the gym wearing what girls wear, <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. I would, I would be there for that experiment. I would fucking leave, bro. <laughs> <laughs> those have you, have squishy, you, those have squishy you, pants in your butt. <laughs> have you, have you seen that? Uh, um, it's a couple of videos like this guy who'll go out and work out and he'll start moaning. <laughs> yeah, like, and we're like, what the fuck? Some of that stuff is crazy. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's the problem. Like, we are like what you see. Like, having yeah, we can wear some nice clothes, or, mm -hmm. and clothes make difference, and people treat you different when you wear certain mm -hmm. things. But it's really tough, right? Because, I mean, can we get our eyebrows down a little bit? Yeah, can we can only? Can, we could fucking tell though. We can only do, <laughs> we can only do a shape, a clean up. You can't do a shape up. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> ain't no ain't no cholo dudes sharpening their eyebrows. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Unless you're uh, sorry for the Edgars. <laughs> yeah, fuck, come on, no camera cut. No come no camera cut. <laughs> well, yeah, like uh, we are, we do think a lot, and what's crazy is that we become trapped because we can't really talk about it. Because as a guy, it's been like kind of not demonized, but it it's been put in a negative aspect when you start talking about your feelings. You're you're weak. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, like especially when you're a guy. Yeah, because you know what's the thing? What's the term? Man up. Yeah, man, man up. up. Like fucking, you know, stop. Don't fucking cry. Well, yeah. well, why are you crying for? You know, you're a fucking man. You should uh, suck like it up. the talkies were too yeah. hot. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 what's crazy is that um, guys also have a feminine side where where we we have to talk about our feelings too. You know, because if that shit. You know, majority of the time, when we don't talk about it, it translates into anger. Well, and then you know the the thing it can it it's got a double edged sword, right? Yeah. And then, you, like you said, anger can lead to like bad decisions, Reckless right? Decisions, yes. but there's also depression. Yeah. And yeah. I think, uh, fuck, I don't even know. I'm gonna look it up though. But if you look at male suicide rates, they're probably double that of women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, like for. For us guys, yeah, it could either translate into anger, rage, or depression, and you become your own worst enemy. Because, you know, in the ultimate truth, in everybody in this world, all they want to to have is someone to understand them and hear them out. Not to criticize them, not to judge them, but... Someone who could hold space for them so that they could speak out their truth that is happening within them. Yeah, I always feel, everybody always feel, here I fucking go. <laughs> no, I think, I, <laughs> at least you're catching yourself yeah, this time. Yeah, before. Go. People, people just want to be, um, they want to find somewhere to belong in life. That's mm-hmm. what everybody wants. They want to belong Definitely, somewhere, yeah. right? So everyone wants to find their place. I think I have a quote I wrote down somewhere. Uh, this, I'm trying to read this chart, but it's like pretty hard to read. Some graphs and shit, freaking algebra. <laughs> yeah. Suicide was a 12th leading cause of death overall in the United States, claiming the lives of 45,900 people. This is 2020. I'm sure it's, it's much greater than that. Yeah. Especially like during the pandemic, you know, a lot of people are are not distracted no more. They're They're locked up and by themselves or with someone else. There was, dude, look at this. There were nearly two times as many suicides in the United States as there was homicides. Mm, so yeah. crazy, right? With, yeah, no, with no emphasis put on it. And what's crazy is that I could empathize in that concept because I've been there. I've been into the point where like, yeah, you know what's crazy is that people who have a lot of sense of humor has gone through so much shit. Well, look at all the comedians, right? Yeah. I mean... It's it's kind of like sarcasm and humor sometimes is our um, like our cover. defense mechanism. Yeah, it's our mechanism. cover, right? Yeah. And and we process it different, you know. Yeah, we're we're considered the strong people <laughs> yeah. per se because we could we could learn how to translate it into something that would benefit other people and bring positive light to it somewhat, even though it's so tragic. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to find this number and I can't. But yeah, going into that concept of depression, especially in veterans, like veterans, fuck man, like some of them don't get enough help and some of them have no, no one to talk to. So therefore they just end up like once they get out, especially like in the military, we're so used to being told what to do. Mm -hmm. And the moment when you take off that aspect, now you have to be your own boss. You have to be responsible for your life and you're like fuck i don't know what to do and then to add on to that the shit that happened to you within the military the programming that happened to you and the traumas that happened to you 
that 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 piles up onto each other, and then sometimes it brings you brings you down to a point where it's depression. You know, there's a lot of depressed vets. Well, I think there's a lot of depressed people in general. I yeah. think when you live in an economic, thriving like um, society, not society or like rural area, like let's say California, there's a lot of you go around here. There's a lot of people that have thousand dollar phones, three hundred dollar shoes. Mm-hmm. It looks like they have a lot of money, but there's also people that don't have shit. Yeah, you know, and they're so, trying to cover up stuff, especially when uh, they just cover up stuff by buying like <laughs> um, stuff that would distract them. You know, and it goes back to self-care again. You know, you have to be able to sit with yourself and ask yourself the the absolute truth and stop fucking lying to yourself. You know, that's what people need to do. What if that changes your whole life, though? Like how? Like, um, fuck. Let's say you, you're in the business of, like, selling cars or some shit. Mm. And then you hate it, though. Okay. And then you finally say like, fuck, I'm making, you know, a million dollars selling cars. And then you like quit that job and now you're making 30 grand a year. Yeah. I've seen people do that. Yeah. You know, the uh, one person actually quit his job. It was like he was being paid like 200 grand a a year. Oh, I think I read that, that Harvard grad. Yeah. Yeah. And then he changed, he completely, I don't know if it's the Harvard grad, but he completely changed his thing because he likes to cook, Mm. you know? So he's like, you know what? I'll be a fucking cook. Fuck it. I want to open up a, a shop. You know, it's hard work, but it's something that I love. And when you do that, it goes into the process of ikigai, right? Yeah. When you when you love when you love something, you would stick with it. It's like the same thing as this quote where it says, "A person who enjoys walking would walk further than a person who enjoys the destination." Right, yeah. because the the person who enjoys walking already enjoys the process. The destination is just a byproduct. Yeah. How Versus, about how about the quote that says the person who runs gets there faster than the person that walks? <laughs> True. <laughs> if you want to drive off a cliff, <laughs> it's it's interesting that the concept is so interesting to me, right? Because I always remember, and I don't know where I read it, but I always sticks in my head. Like you, you'll when you define what success is, you're successful. Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes we use um, like social media definitions or other definitions of what success should be. And we try to justify that to ourselves. Yeah. Right. But it's really when you justify it, like um, when people say like, well, how do you know you're rich? And I open my fridge and there's like 700 (laughs) eggs. There's There's like 700. cereal here, bitch. There's like 700 eggs in there and shit. (laughs) Hey, bro, (laughs) eggs are fucking expensive right now, bro. (laughs) I'm like, damn, dude, how to get all these eggs? Bro, you should raise some fucking chickens in here. (laughs) Probably could. Yeah, you can. Probably get killed by my dog. (laughs) Oh, your fucking dog would murder it. (laughs) Yeah, but it's, you know, I don't know. It's interesting. It's almost like the new toilet paper is the eggs. Yeah. But it's like, how many eggs do you really need? I feel bad for the businesses, like the bakers and like... Yeah, definitely. Because people don't realize, but that cost of eggs is going to affect everything you buy that has eggs in them. It's going to be gluten-free now. Yeah, but sometimes I wonder, like, uh, if they're trying to use, like, alternative ways for you to make things without eggs. That would be difficult because egg is so incorporated into our, you know, food especially when you want it to be delicious. <laughs> yeah. Do you eat a lot of eggs? Um, sometimes I don't know. But, no, uh, I just eat a lot of caviar, bro. 
Damn, fucking baller! You see my watch, bro? Look at that fucking Power Ranger. I can talk to my watch too. I can't. I can talk to my watch. I don't talk back though. Remember years ago, where like that shit is science fiction, and now it's a fucking reality where you can actually talk to your watch, talk to someone in your watch. Like, hey, where you at? Yeah, fucking dude, bro. Kit was ahead of its time, bro. Night Rider. Yeah, hell yeah. Right? Yeah, he was fucking talking to his freaking car the whole car was talking back on AI and shit. Mm -hmm. And now we have AI, AI, everything, everything. Have you ever um? Tried I chat. I seen that. I seen that, I seen that rap you sent me. <laughs> <laughs> have you Have you ever tried a uh, chat, uh, chat GPT? I think so. I think I tried it. Um, you asked it questions. Yeah, like, you uh, asked it a question, mm-hmm. and it gets better and better. Yeah, you know? dude, it was. It's fucking mind blowing. I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Yeah, and that just that's just the fucking tip of the iceberg. It's like there's a lot more, and you know, like I like to uh, put in prompts, especially on uh, paint, like to create pictures and stuff, and then I post it on my fucking yeah. other Instagram feed. And I just, uh, you know, find different prompts and it creates this cool ass picture. I'm like, fuck, dude. So no, no New Year's resolutions for you then? Um, nothing wow, that was, a, that was a deep breath. Yeah, I know. Because uh, I don't really know. You know, like I, I have no clarity yet. That's, that's one thing I'm trying to figure out is to try to figure out my clarity. Because last year was hectic because I just moved, right? Yeah. So I'm It's like, been a year already? Yeah, it's been a year, fuck. bro. Dude, it's been a year. I think... Uh, January 30th that's my year. Damn, time flies just, huh? Time fucking flies and That's why I think for your new years you got to take baby steps, yeah, right? definitely. And I yeah. think it makes the process better. I think you just have to see now I'm saying it. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> Welcome to the I think club. So on um, our on our next <laughs> I think podcast. <laughs> It's not on a metanote change brand. <laughs> Rebranding. So for me, I'm like, I just want clarity. When you have clarity, you have a, a clear destination on where to go to or a clear path to walk on. You know? So that's one thing I think I, I have to work on. Like your, Like your destiny? No, my clarity. Your clarity. Yeah, to have clarity of what. I have to do because I already figured out now I'm somewhat settled and I'm settled into my, my house over there and also like my work and stuff like that. But I'm still not settled with the jujitsu part, but I'm trying to, but you go to the gym, huh? Going to gym at all or no? I went once this year. Yeah. No, <laughs> so that, far. Well, dick. Yeah. It's only been 10 days. <laughs> so, so far. So cl- you're looking for like um, clarity. Yeah. Clarity. That's one thing I want to really work on. But when did you decide that you wanted to work on that? Was it something you were working on last year or like you say, like, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a whirl. Uh, I think because of the, the chaos and just random shit happening, the back and forth, the driving and, you know, the, the constant unscheduled moments and you know things that i just have to fucking go through which is a part of life you can't schedule everything in your life something things happen in your life that are not planned so you have to work with it right but since now everything has been like the the dust has settled i could try and find a path yeah that's that's the time when i'm like okay finally for me like I dealt with my disability with the VA and, you know, getting help with the VA. Um, that's one one struggle that, um, you know, I finally worked on. And mm-hmm. then 
once uh, Velia's, like my, my girlfriend's, um, you know, decision for the court. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that whole thing. Once once it's everything settled, I think that's when everything will but don't, be good. Don't you feel like if when that settles, there'll, all be, there'll always be something else? Yeah, of course. Right. I'm, I'm ready for whatever curveball comes at me. And, you know, like if, if what about comes, something personal, like like that you want to work on for yourself? I know for me, oh, I, like there's two things I really want to like. I try not to get jacked, bro. I get jacked. <laughs> I try not to like engage in arguments with people, you know, like. And so I'll give you an example. I was uh, I was at the barber shop and there was a guy in there and I was talking to the barber, but he injected himself into my conversation. You know, okay. Okay. and I was like, OK, fine. But and then I just figured out, like, you know, sometimes like um if you know more than someone, you just got to just let someone else think they, they know more than you. Yeah. Right. And so that's not really a competition. And we were talking about bikes or something. And I could totally tell the guy didn't know what the fuck he's talking about. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so um, I sat there and I was like, sometimes you just have to learn to be the bigger person. Yeah. And and it's it's better for like better for me. Yeah. I, I do this all the time. I used to like, let's say I'm, when I drive, I used to get road rage and not road rage, but I used yeah. to be like, oh, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Now I just tell myself, like, fuck, maybe that guy's got to go bathroom. Really yeah, bad, exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think you have to, you have to learn how to defuse things for yourself. Mm -hmm. Especially for yourself. Yeah. But I've also realized that I'm not going to waste my time with people who don't appreciate my presence. And I'm not for everybody. I'm not everybody's yeah. cup of tea. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and not only that, your energy should be expended somewhere that you really want to be expended on. Or and with people or places you want it, yeah, right? And, yeah. and if somebody doesn't like something about you, fuck it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's what, like billions of people in this world, right? Mm -hmm. Why are we so focused on like one or two people that just drain our energy? Yeah. Like, that's like, the fucked up part, right? Yeah. Because uh, they overstep their boundary and somewhat your ego gets in, in the way. Therefore, your ego will try to prove itself to, you know, prove the other person wrong. Yeah. So when you approach, just like in, in jiu-jitsu, right? There's some consequences to it. Like, if you fucking roll angry and you roll hard and fucking you're going to get hurt. You know? I don't know. That's how I roll. <laughs> no, but Every like. Every round's the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Zero to 100, bitch. Yeah, not my fault. You're not, not my knees. <laughs> not my fault. You're 14, punk-ass kid. <laughs> Have you seen that Mikey Musameshi fucking? Bro. Oh, he's fucking new. Did you hear that? I wa you watched it? No, I just saw the highlight, oh, bro. Dude, you, you gotta watch it. It's crazy. Fuck, he's fucking knee. Dude, it's if you watch the whole fight, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like t like 10 minutes of that, dude. And he was like, oh. oh and then he's God. such a, like, he, you know, he they interview him afterwards. And he's like, yeah, I heard Was it. he lip limping? He limped a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but he said, oh, I heard it pop like 20 times. <laughs> you know? Probably was on some, like, fucking, like, numbing agent. Uh, you know, sometimes when you're in the heat of battle, you don't feel it. Oh, yeah. That you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. you have the adrenaline and, like, yeah. you just, do, like, you're, you're trying to, like, not win. And I honestly, I think you, that's how you train. I, and I tell people that all the time. So uh, when I train like with people, like let's say I was training with like big Gabe and he's like, oh, my shoulders fucked up. I'm like, well, dude, just tuck your shirt, in, your shoulder in because if you're on the street and you get in a fight, you're going to be like, hey, dude, uh, don't hit my shoulder. It fucking hurts. Like, Fuck you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you have to learn to prepare yourself for battle. I know it sounds really extreme, but I think that's, that's the reality of it. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to it, like if you have an injury or something's wrong, somebody else, you don't give a fuck. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's up to you to overcome that. That's true. You know? You know, it just came to me since uh, we started drinking this. A clarity, a, a clarity started coming up to me. It's It says, uh, you know, you need to start working out smarter. 
not harder. Uh, why? Because I injured myself. Um, not only that. Yeah, but that, that can be... But, but see, I think we... Oh, here we go. That fucking thing. <laughs> we, like, we justify things in our head for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I, the body... I And I've said this a million times. The body's amazing. Definitely. You can beat your fucking body up, and it still keeps you going, right? So, yeah. like, let's say you get an injury... It, it, it could just be one of those things where you've been sitting so long and haven't used that particular set of muscle groups and then, like, you just pr- push it too fast too yeah. soon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's one thing I, I, I want to work on is, like, I am not young anymore because before I used to injure myself in the gym. Like, you know, when I when I feel really well, good to go to the gym. Well, bench like, pressing and throwing the weights pre- up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just fucking throwing it. And, and then next thing you know, <laughs> fucking blow a shoulder. Like, yeah. fuck, man. And then... And then, like, a couple of days later, I'm already good. Yeah. But now I'm like, fuck, it takes a while for me to recover. So now I have to either work, like, proficient, you know, just like that Bill Maeda uh, guy. Yeah, that he, guy's, well, he's, the one thing I like about him is he says, like, hey, l- listen, I'm blessed, genetic I'm blessed yeah. with a little bit of genetics, right? Yeah. But, because he eats, like, shit. Yeah. You ever mm-hmm. see what yeah. he eats? Yeah. He eats fucking Hawaiian food, bro. No, dude. And burgers like, and burgers fucking and pizza and, and yeah. shit. He doesn't <laughs> give a shit. And he wears like pants from 1990. Mm-hmm. But like, if you look at his workout routine, though, they're not explosive. They're just yeah, controlled. But is it? Is that all he's doing? You think? No. No, not not necessarily. I think that one. Uh, what he's showing is what works the most, the best. So he's trying to record that so that people would say like, "Hey, you know, this is uh, this is possible. This body's possible." You know, I used to go to the gym and and. and and like I now I wear a beanie and I wear headphones and people leave me alone. Right? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't talk to me. That's the no, universal well, sign of because saying sometimes don't talk. they'll come up to me like how many sets you got or can I work in mm-hmm. or I'm like bro I'm not I'm not on my phone I'm sitting here getting my workout on, mm-hmm. but I used to sit there and like you look at people do shit and you used to criticize like oh that fucking form's wrong, mm-hmm. like when I was younger I'd be like man fucking squatting you're gonna hurt yourself or this and that and then the older you get is like you realize that everyone has limitations on their body. Mm-hmm. Right, so they may be at the gym doing a squat wrong, but that's the only way they can do it. So fucking just let them. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Them and learn. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not even let them learn. Just let them. That may be the only way they can do something because of their disability or limitation or whatever it is. But one thing though, I could dig it down deep into the concept of you trying to correct them, like criticizing them, but correcting them too at the same time. Is that you care? You know, the reason why you want to. Why would you? don't like why would you correct someone that you know like doing the form wrong and you don't give a fuck about them like i yeah. mean you know it, it comes into the concept yeah, of fair. care yeah yeah you know like you want to you want to not injure themselves but that's like a, hey you know yeah that's a great transition into like things to do in the new year is like look at things in a positive manner mm-hmm. right yeah because sometimes we'll, we'll look at a uh, a moment and criticize it but look at it in a positive perspective yeah he just don't label it like, oh, that's bad, like, blah, 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 and that, that's it. You know, you have to look at it deeper where, like, oh, okay, like, you rationalize. Maybe that's the only form they could do. So, you know, let them do it. Yeah, I know sometimes when I'm bench pressing, I can hear my bones just. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, but, yeah. But everything boils down to intentions, and majority of the time, people just want to share so that they would want, so that they could help out another person. Mm-hmm. You know, in absolute truth, like, you know, deep down inside, everybody cares. But, you know, they they have, they don't really have that mental capacity of, like, trying to dig deep of why they care. Do you ever just help people to help people? Yeah. yeah. I, I, all have the time. Ever, <laughs> has somebody ever just helped you and you're like, fuck. Yeah. 
I was at the, the drive-thru the other day. Never happened to me ever. And somebody paid for my drink. Oh, shit. That's cool, yeah. man. It's like yeah. a great feeling, right? Yeah, it is. And, uh, and it's weird. You leave there and you're like, I uh, went up to pay. And they're like, oh, the car already paid for you. Yeah. And then what's the first co- What's the first thing that came to my head? What? Like, fuck, I should have ordered more. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but you sit there and you're like, damn, like it feels good, right? Mm-hmm. Like we live in a society where we should do more things for other people. Oh, definitely. Like I always try to do stuff for people. I don't want shit back. But unfortunately, we live in a society where no one knows that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? when when you're in the action of giving, it shows that how abundant you are. You know, when you're abundant with yourself, when you give those things to yourself first, you already have them. So, therefore, you want to benefit another person. You want to give them something that they don't, they never had. I think if... <laughs> if you, I'm going to try not to word, use the word think. Mm-hmm. When you help people, like... It's somewhat uh, selfish, too. Well, when you help people, like, it'll always come back in one way or another. Oh, yeah. Right? You know, it's a concept of uh, karma, Per se, where like if you give out something good, like if you give out yeah. a good vibration, it will definitely come back. You know, you attract something that you are. Like the flower doesn't call out for the fucking butterfly or the the bee. The flower doesn't call out for the butterfly. Yeah, it just it just how, is. How do you know that? <laughs> it just blooms. No, it's got colors and <laughs> scents and yeah. But that's that's its own character. Yeah. They don't they don't say, "Hey, dude, like I'm here, pollinate me." Yeah, pollinate here. here <laughs> fucking here's stick your thing. fucking tongue in me. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, here. they they just they just are. Yeah. You know, they're just flowers, and you know whatever they are, something will come and benefit them, you, just like you should. You know, it's interesting. You say the word vibrations, and I don't know if you know this, but if you put two pianos in a room. It'll play itself. No, no, no. If, if you put <laughs> okay. two pianos in a room and you hit, let's say, you play the key of C in one piano, the other key of C will vibrate too. Oh. It, oh, yeah, because the, the chord, no, the string well, within it, the it, piano will translate it into the, the string. Well, wavelengths attract certain wavelengths, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that sound travels. It only makes that other sound play. Mm-hmm. But it, it it almost brings you to the concept where, like, the energy you give out is the energy you'll receive. Oh, definitely. And I always tell people that, like, if if you go somewhere and you give off positive energy, even somebody who's having a bad, like, if you go to a restaurant and someone's having a bad day, if you give out positive energy, you may not get it all back, but at least you influence them with a little bit of more positive energy. You know what's crazy is that um, sometimes... Driving on three wheels? <laughs> when there was this moment where I was kind of depressed, I was upset. You know, like of something. I forgot what it was, but I was just, you know, depressed and upset about that certain moment that happened. I think I was, uh, I didn't get a job or something, right? And I was so bummed and I was like walking to the train station and I saw this kid, like she, she's new to the, the train station, especially in uh, downtown LA, mm-hmm. you know? And she was just looking around, like, oh, wow, this fucking, you know, it's a, uh, uh, the train station, you know, she's so fascinated with train station. And she smiled at me. And I was like, wow, like, you know, it's so crazy how just a simple smile could change your mood. You know, like, just that that moment. Now, it's the concept of fi- vibration, too, because she's yeah. so happy to just be there. Yeah. She's so happy to just be in the moment of being at the train station. It's like, oh, my God, this fucking train station is awesome. And, you know, when they look at you and they just smile at you, you're like, fuck. 
It's almost why like saying so, hi to people. Yeah. It's, it's like, why is it so bomb, man? But you'll get some people be like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people are, you know, it's okay. It's fine. You know, you'll get those type of people. But, you know, when someone smiles at you, it, for me, it feels good. Like, <laughs> I just went to go to a Mexican restaurant and I went to get a burrito. And then, you know, like, there's a little hole where, like, they serve the food, right? What the fuck? Wait, what? <laughs> so, like, behind the counter, uh, uh-huh. I saw the cook. And then she's like, she just smiled at me. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, hey. Uh, I just I just went back. And she's like. She's spitting a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> burrito was good. It was yeah. in downtown LA. Yeah. I mean, downtown San Diego. It was, uh, But uh, that moment, I started thinking like, shit, you know, like, I should do that too. Yeah, you know, just even, smile. I think, even, yeah. Even smile at people. Up. Say hi. Yeah. Or like, what's up? Like, what's up? Know, like I see you. You, you know, know, like every every class before class, I always like, I always give everybody a pound, like when mm-hmm. we're doing our warm-ups. And. And some of us are like, you know, like, <laughs> I'm kidding. Knuckle dude. dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like a, a, a real handshake. You know what I mean? But you sit there and people like, someone was asking me like, oh, why do you do that? I was like, you know, if you put your mind in the right, um, like in the right setting, in the right setting, what's the other word I'm looking for? Mindset. Yeah. In the right mind. Fuck. You put your mind in the right mindset. <laughs> You're, but it's true. But it's a setting. It, yeah. If you, if you, if you dictate how that. Uh, like the aura there is it'll be great yeah right and yeah. then everyone learns better when you're happy you learn better mm-hmm. because i think you're oh, you're more open-minded and you're ready to go mm-hmm. yeah and so i think if you walk around in life and i say this all the time like honestly the energy you give off is energy you'll get back yeah definitely like whether you want to like if you want to impress a female same if you want to be cool with people same mm-hmm. right it's like the energy you give off which I always tell people, like, if there was one thing, if I can go back in my life and work on one thing, it would be, like, if I can tell someone, like, my younger self, what's the number one thing I can work on? What do you think it would be? Well, I'll Try, what is it? <laughs> I don't know. I'll try like, to guess. The number one thing is, like, to work on is self-confidence. Mm. Because you can do anything if you have good self-confidence. And I honestly believe you can accomplish anything with self-confidence. Yeah, because the number one thing that kills most people's is their lack of confidence, mm-hmm. and so the doubting. And I'll give you an example. So let's say you can't read, mm-hmm. and you got and you got great self confidence. I can easily go be like, "Fuck, hey Jeff, I forgot my glasses. Can you read this for me?" <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. right? And people are like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, yeah, let me help you out." Yeah. But like, if you have great self confidence, like you feel better, you act better, and you get more things done. You you know it's so crazy. You can put it into the concept of celebrities too. Some celebrities are like, how the fuck did they get there? They're they're not that bright, but dude, their fucking aura, their vibration, mm-hmm. like that's fucking attractive as fuck. So you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Especially for me, you know, when I see someone who's successful, I'm like, hmm, I wonder how they got there. And you know, they they start talking, but they 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 don't sound really educated, but they got there. And I'm like, and it goes back to like the concept of like vibrations, like. Okay, like, let me see. Dude, their attitude's fucking great. That's but, why they're fucking successful. But I think that's one. If you had the a confidence. New Year's resolution to work on, I think yeah. that's that should be one. We should work on our self-confidence and, mm-hmm. like, our, I guess, putting out good vibrations, yeah. right? I mean, you got yourself here so far. You know, like, you trusted yourself to. That's what I do! Come to, the, <laughs> come to this fucking point, right? So, you know, you should give yourself that that trust, where you can do anything in life, anything that you could think about, you could actually do it. If you like work on it and find out why are you doing it 
And if you enjoy the process, keep fucking doing it. You know, I didn't do what I didn't do. What, what I didn't do that I wish I would have earlier is celebrate your victories. Mm, true. And I don't think we do that enough. Like we don't. even your small victories, right? Yeah. People should celebrate their victories. Now don't overdo it. Right. But yeah. let's just say, um, you want to buy yourself a nice watch mm-hmm. and you get to a point where you can get it. Fucking get it. Yeah. Get that nice watch. If you, especially if you really desire it, like if you really it. wanted it, yeah, mm-hmm. get that nice watch. Yeah, and if you it. don't, let's just say, uh, let's just say you're at a regular job, and then something good happened. Have a like celebrate, like yeah. uh, have yourself a drink or something. Go have a drink and celebrate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, don't overdo it, but like make sure you recognize at least to yourself that you did something great and you're proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps build your confidence too. One thing that helped me build my confidence is um, you and the people in the academy. Like, especially when when we roll, you know, like I was so fucking hesitant on rolling with people. You know, I'm scared because I'm like... Because you're throwing fucking elbows in the back (laughs) of people's heads and shit. Oh, bro, I'm fucking... I'm very like... I'm like Harrison. We're like so I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, I know. He said he's been like off because he's going to nursing school. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Good so for he's, him. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like trying. He's working hard. Okay, so, good for him. Um, yeah. He's such he, a nice guy too. Yeah, he's super nice. He's yeah. uh, he's he's dope as shit. That's a, yeah. Okay. He's one of I'm he's one of my my closest friends too. Like you know, I talk to him because we kind of have like a similar background. Because he's also an. Well, you're from New Zealand. No, he's he's a he's an islander. You yeah, know, he he's a. Uh, he's got a great story. Man. Oh yeah, his great and story. Yeah. You know, I would love to talk to him only because he. He has a great accent too. But, yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> but he eludes like, um, like good vibrations, even for going through such a tough life. Yeah, definitely. you know what I mean. Like yeah. having to deal with like um, racism, stereotypes, mm-hmm. and like all that stuff. And he's fucking nice as shit. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one thing I vibe with him on is because of that concept. Where like he struggled. You yeah, know, I I vibe with you because you've struggled too. I don't struggle, bro. <laughs> you struggled. <laughs> never, past tense. never, past, bro. Past tense, bro. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you know, everybody who has gone through a lot of shit are usually majority of the time they're the nicest people because they know how it is to not have that person in their life. Yeah. You know, like I think a, a lot of person. I think a lot of people struggle, mm-hmm. but some people will take their struggle. Bury it and grow a struggle tree. True. And, True. and that struggle tree produces more struggles, mm-hmm. right? And, and so then they, they pass sit. it down. Yeah. And what you should do is bury that fucking struggle and then move on. Learn, Take that learn, shit over learn, and learn let's fucking it. go. Yeah, learn from yeah, it. Yeah, learn from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing I always told myself is uh, be the person that your eight-year-old self needed. But was that, was that the point where you felt change your life when you were eight? Yeah. Okay, because that's when I, uh, when my mom left me at Philippines, and that was a fucking. Oh, but that's but you know what though? That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it's tough to talk because obviously you can't talk about on this show and shit like that because a lot of that stuff's personal. But it's good, at least for you, it's good to know when that point was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you know, you're not going to change. Like, even if you go back, have you ever tried to give seven year old advice? Oh no, (laughs) fuck no, no. No, but have you ever tried? I try, but Wait, they're like, like they don't fucking they don't, listen. They're like, <laughs> you know, it's weird. Like kids, um, you like parents are the number one killers of dreams. Yeah, they're okay? the programmers. Yeah, and they program you to fit the, whatever the narrative. Hey, mm-hmm. dress this way, do this, do that. You know, and and you lose. Why can I wear a fucking tail? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. That's fucking crazy too. But you're not. But you know what I mean. Like so, 
like it's hard to go back and give you you couldn't give yourself um you could not give yourself advice at eight years old no like, but, but when you realize and i'm not a psychiatrist yeah, yeah. or a psychologist mm-hmm. but when but you, you are re- a scientist but i am a scientist <laughs> but when you realize that you'll realize like okay um since i now i, I couldn't be a parent to eight-year-old me either mm-hmm. right you couldn't be the parent you wanted to be yeah right you just have to realize like hey this is a struggle this happens in life and how do i like help someone not go through that struggle but how do you help yourself get better? That's really what you have to answer. Yeah, just uh, it's not being a parent per se where you're like talking to them. I think it's more of the action. You know, do the actions that that would make your younger self proud of you by like either helping them, helping someone, giving them something that they never had, like kindness, you know, yeah, yeah. like either paying it forward, you know. Like, just brighten someone's fucking day, you know? Life's a struggle, though, man. I it shit, is. Man, I'm not going to lie. When I was, a, I, I've, like, you know, you're talking about, like, why I've stolen shit. Yeah, I've lied. I've too. fucking done all kinds of shit. And I look back at life, and I'm like, I, I mean, shit, I used to have to steal food, right? Mm-hmm. Which, it's still stealing, yeah. right? Um, But you sit there, and you're like, okay, th- that's just me justifying it. Yeah. Right? And so I, I think we try to justify so many things in our life and some of them shape us good and some of them shape us bad. Mm-hmm. I think the important thing to realize is I tell myself this every day, like in life, you want to be a chameleon. And, and I, I, you probably struggle the same, but I have like the widest name. I grew up speaking fluent Spanish from El Salvador. I was, and I grew up with a bunch of Mexicans. Mm-hmm. So I never fit, I never fit in anywhere. Like yeah. I'm, I'm fucking mixed, right? I'm biracial. Like I'm You're I'm, Bruce Lee. I'm Bruce Lee. <laughs> like I'm mixed. I never fit in anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. So I never felt like I belonged anywhere. So this my struggle was I never belonged and I think I tried too hard to belong and I lost my authentic uh, authenticity. Yeah. Authenticity. Your identity. Yeah. You I, I just lost identity. who I really was. Mm-hmm. Because and I think part of it was I didn't know who I was. I came from a single parent household mm-hmm. when it wasn't accepted. Uh, I had the whitest name. I spoke Spanish. I was in ESL till like the fourth or fifth grade, right? Mm-hmm. But people were like, oh, you don't have an accent. Oh, I didn't even know you spoke Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I know a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing we try to identify, right? Like people base their their life upon the titles that people give them. And uh, for me, I never really struggled with titles. I always have this ambiguity of myself but at the same time i knew myself a little bit i trusted myself a little bit where i could you know push through and yeah there's a lot of fucking struggles out there where like people impose upon me but i i was very happy with myself just being with myself i was content because i grew up alone i was the only child so i'm like you know and I always told myself, you know, why would you attack yourself when, when you the only person you have is yourself? Yeah, you know, you need to just knock that shit off. Like, I, enjoy being alone. Like, that's it's okay to be alone. And I, I, I that's one realization that I had when, you know, I, I, I had my clarity where it's okay to be alone. Yeah, you know? we almost enjoy, go back to that. Time. We almost go back to what you said about like taking care of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Self care. Yeah, yeah, I was a I was a latchkey kid. You know, so I was alone too. Me too. And, and I don't know if that if that made me better or worse. You know, because why would it uh, make you worse? Why would it? Make, well, independence, I, like you're so self sufficient that you don't need ed- other people's help. 
you just you just know you can only rely on yourself. True. Right. And I, yeah. I think sometimes that's good and bad. Like and so when you look at it like from a parent perspective, like my parent I, I honestly I when I was in elementary school, which is so crazy because when I see kids at school, I used to wake myself up, dress myself, go to school mm-hmm. every fucking day. Now you're doing the fucking <laughs> wake the fuck up. No, no, but do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that that's not what it like um like that's not what a kid in elementary school yeah. should be doing yeah you should be getting yelled out to get the fuck up you yeah. know like yeah but do you know what i'm saying and so i i think it you're forced to grow up yeah it makes you grow up f- faster than you want and then mm-hmm. when you see like the uh, i think when you see the evils of the world like when you live in a place where like um your life's in danger all the time like when you see the evils of the world it changes your your perspective of life mm-hmm. right True. and it took me a long time to realize there's good people mm-hmm. Right, yeah. because you're all your head's always on a swivel, so you're yeah. you're never you're never like enjoying a situation because you're I'm out. Fuck, it took me a long time. I mean, I walk into a place, I'm like, oh, where's the exit? Where's the people? Who's walking mm-hmm. in? Who's there? What's that person doing? Yeah. I don't like that person's energy aura, but it puts your head on the swivel, and I think it takes you away from the moment. One quote that came up to my head when you said that is that um, it took a lot of violence. I don't know who said this. It took a lot of violence me to be this gentle mm. you know if you know so much violence you know your capability of hurting someone you know how you 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 would try to understand more on how to be gentle with especially kids but i just wonder why we're not gentle to ourselves <laughs> i guess because uh either the wiring you know the self-criticism and usually that's what propels us but it only caps. It caps at a certain part, and sometimes you have to evolve. But some people don't. Yeah, you know, it, it has. To, you have to have that clarity of saying, like, "Hey, you know, this survival technique that I fucking learned when I was a kid, it only lasted me this long. So now I have to switch up. Yeah, figure out like what I have to do to become better. You know, not just constantly like I was. I was very self reliant. I didn't need fucking nobody's help. And that's my downfall too. Yeah. Because I was so self-sufficient that I push everybody away. I was, you know, when people offer me help, I'm like, no, I don't need help. But I used to go to church and a pastor said this, when someone offers you help, accept it because it's a blessing for them too. When they help out someone, it gives them that sense of importance. Mm. And it's a gift within itself. So when someone offers you that, fucking give it to them. You know, like, hey, you know. And and for you to accept blessings in your life, you must be a graceful receiver. You have to just say, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Without thinking of like, oh, fuck, what do I need to give back? No, just fucking receive it, dude. Yeah. That's one thing I, I just learned within the past year. No, not the past year. Actually, the beginning of this podcast. That's one thing I've learned is that, you know, like, you got to let people in your life. You mm-hmm. know, it's okay. It's good to be self-sufficient, but you have to fucking let people yeah, in your true. life, dude. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, that's that's one thing. Be, my old self would say, like, nah, I don't want to do the podcast, man. Like, I don't know. Don't lie. <laughs> no, I didn't know that guy. <laughs> but you know what's funny? I wrote that. That's one thing I wrote in my note is like, I want to start a podcast. How come you're not fucking doing notes anymore? Because I <laughs> because talked to you out of it. Fucking <laughs> asshole. Gonna blame me. <laughs> well, I was, but then you're making fun of my notebook. And I'm like, well, my fuck. handy dandy notebook. Well, first shit. of all, fucking Blue's Clues, don't, don't bring a Hello Kitty notebook. 
I love that notebook, bro. I know, bro. <laughs> I know so you pink. do. <laughs> so, I just like cats that are around. Yeah, New Year's resolutions. Yeah. You know, like, uh, it, I think it shouldn't be New Year's resolutions because it's kind of long. How about New You resolutions? New You. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh-huh. I like that. Yeah, I fucking like that. Yeah. Hey, you. I'm a down fool right now. I just pulled my, <laughs> my socks up. <laughs> I just pulled my socks up, past, like almost to my knees. I'm a yeah. down fool. But yeah. I think I think that's really the goal is to make a new you, but mm-hmm. a better you, right? A better you, and then make like if people are starting like, oh shit, fucking like start looking at you weird. Fucking it's fine, dude. Who cares? Yeah, as like a, you know, I feel like as long as you're not hurting anybody, yeah, who cares what you do? Yeah, like uh, accept the fact that there was always people was gonna try to bring bring down to their level. We should try, in a we we should also try to add one new vocabulary word to our vocabulary every month. Hmm. That's only twelve a year. Oh shit! Yeah, it's true. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's only twelve a year. Like one Man. new word. That'll be a challenge. I'll, I'll I'll try. Yeah, I'm gonna try it too. I'll try it. Yeah. No, no I'm not gonna try. I'm gonna fucking do it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the try. When you actually say when, well, this one thing I've learned is that when when people say I'll try, there's a negative connotation to that because they're not really putting all their cards in there. Fair. Yeah, right? fair, yeah. So when when they say, Okay, that's that's fair, I'll fucking do that. Let's I'll, do it. Let's yeah. do it. Fucking yeah. do it. Do yeah. it. What'd you learn today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of a word. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a I'm gonna pick a word and I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Since have, you said uh you look up a va- vocabulary when you um I got them I gotta wrote it down. Let me see. Let me pull it up. Oh, you you don't use it every day? No. <laughs> you use it in a big corporation? <laughs> no, it just it just depends, you know. Um that's so crazy, right? The concept of words is just squiggly lines and and uh, someone just put a definition to it. And you're like, what the fuck? How did they come up with that word? Yeah. You get me? It's like a weird fucking noise. And then you're like, oh, that's that's what it means. Hey, I wrote this down. I, I know I mentioned it earlier, what but is I, it? it says everyone is searching for a place and for a purpose. Mm, yeah. and, I, and I wrote it down in big letters and I was like, fuck, that's true. What is purpose? Well, okay, so a great example, like if if you were a multimillionaire, what would you do? For me? Yeah. I would try to distribute the money towards people that I care about. Okay, no, 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 no. It's okay, that's fine. That's yeah. perfect. But yeah. I'm saying that that's exactly what I mean. Like so um you have the ability to do that now, but we don't because we're like, Well, I'm not a millionaire. But I told myself this the other day. So uh, people come up to me and be like Hey, you got any money? Money? And I was like, No, I don't have anything, right? And so I told myself, You know what? I'm gonna carry around a couple bucks, and I'm gonna give people like if someone asks me for money, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give them a dollar or so, right? Mm-hmm. And it's inflation, bro. Well, <laughs> I used I would give like they used to ask for change and shit. Now they want my now they fucking want to tap my Venmo. Um, but I said like who can, like it's not my responsibility what that person does with that dollar. Yeah, it's not right. If they and so, buy like, if you want to help them, yeah, if you want to help someone, help them because you want to. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I thought there, and I said, like, fuck, what situation, what dire situation would I have to be in for me to ask for money? Yeah, right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you like, where would you have to like fucking go around asking people for money? Like a fucked up place to put a human being in. Yeah, right? kindness is not kindness when you expect something back. No, a hundred percent. So I always <laughs> like so now someone asks for money, I'm like yeah, or like I'll be like 
if they're if they want food, I'll buy them food. Yeah, you know, I'll go back in. I'll go back in and wait in the line for someone. I don't care. You know, I want a, a dollar and fifty nine cents, bro. Can you uh, spare some? I got. I got you, fam. <laughs> hey, that's that's one of the psychology effects. Is that uh, the odd number in the end of each number is more acceptable? Yeah. Versus a whole number. You ever heard of that concept? That with if you, if you look at anything in the store, if it's a dollar ninety nine, you would buy that versus two dollars. Yeah, yeah, so weird, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know it's weird. Like with shirts, uh, like if you price them too low, people think it's a cheap shirt. Yeah. If you price it too high, only certain people will buy. Yeah. And so you have to have a pr- a, a price range that people feel they're getting value. Mm-hmm. So weird. It's a, yeah. like. Uh, I'm going to tell you before I know because we've been on for a little bit oh, today, but uh, I wrote down everyone, everyone. I know it sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is searching for a place and a purpose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is don't confuse movement with progress. You can be on a treadmill for hours, but haven't gone anywhere. And I was like, this is goes back to how, how you just said, like, I'll try, right. Mm-hmm. I'll try is, is movement, but it's not progress. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh-huh. just, uh, you're just stagnant. Yeah. Um, someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. Yeah. Nor is it your responsibility to fulfill their version of you in their head. Yes. Uh, last one on here. Um, it's better to be prepared and not have any opportunities than it is to, to not be prepared and have tons of opportunity. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That right. goes back into the concept of you don't rise to the occasion. You only fall to the highest level of preparation. Yeah, for sure, right? So if you're always... See how we weave that together there? Yeah, it's if, you, if you're always prepared and you're prepared throughout the year and, you know, you don't need no New Year's resolution. You're always prepared anyways. You can, right? you can have a new day resolution yeah, every day. New, but you can ha- always have a new you resolution. Yeah, a new you resolution. There you go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking like that shit. All right, man. That's well, fucking tight. Yeah, verb. You got anything else you want to wrap up with, man? You got That's any quotes a- on your fucking phone you want to read off? I mean, like, majority of the quotes are in my head. I, I start. Okay, okay, Nostradamus. Yeah. <laughs> always, you know, just like the concept of what Bruce Lee said, always, you're 74. 70- three percent water right so be fluid things will come and go and just you know learn how to maneuver your way into each and every circumstances Mm, in your life and just try not to be stagnant because when you become stagnant you either freeze or you just disappear yeah i always say be a chameleon never never a snake never a snake yeah yeah Yeah, man all right that's good no rainy day, rainy day in California. Don't worry, we'll rebuild. You know? <laughs> People in Fresno are swimming with fucking catfishes. <laughs> Dude, there's so much water. They're saying like three, like the all of California can be covered by three inches of water. Oh shit. Fucking LA people though. But we're crazy fucking... though. We're the only state that has a a flood emergency and a drought emergency at the same time. <laughs> and everybody else is like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm surprised we don't collect it. I know. The fucking LA River is like Fuck, I know <laughs> it's going right <laughs> to the ocean. <laughs> Anyways, all right, good enough, man. We'll we'll see you uh, next time. And next we'll, we'll, time, wait bro. before we go, what are we doing? One new word a month. One new word a month, and uh, what else? And we're trying to incorporate into our vocabulary. Yeah, that's and it. and not only that, you know, try to be kind to yourself. Be, be How about you? that, yeah, new you, yeah, yeah be new kind you. to yourself, new you, and 
try to always upgrade. Just like what we're gonna do. Hey, download the latest software update <laughs> and make yourself better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Later. Peace. This podcast is also brought to you by our long-term sponsor, Cauliflower Nation, the world's largest social organization for any and all athletes with cauliflower ear. Cauliflower Nation has some sweet gear to show off your cauliflower ears. As a listener to this podcast, enjoy 10% off your order with the code NOTE, N-O-T-E, at checkout. Established in 2014, Cauliflower Nation is the official gear for anyone and everyone with cauliflower ear. Welcome to the nation, Cauliflower Nation. Visit them online at www.caulifloweration.com.